Welcome to 40 Days of Joy. My name is Kurt, and I'm one of the pastors here at Mariner's Church, and I'm really glad that you joined in today. We want to end 2020 on a high note, uh, because this whole year seems like it's been designed by Debbie Downer and Neil Negativity. So uh, what we want to do is turn 2020 upside down and race towards 2021 with joy. Now that's not a word that we've heard a whole lot of this year, joy. So we want to do something different to finish this year. Our broadcast last week centered on the differences between happiness and joy. When, when the things that are happening around me are good, I'm happy. Because happy is what's happening outside of me. Joy is separate from what's happening around me. It's connected to what's inside of me. Today I'd like to talk about finding joy right now. No matter what's happening around me, I want joy now. Right now. In this moment. Sunshine Gray is a, a licensed clinical therapist who says teaching others strategies to learn how to live in the moment is an easy task. Actually choosing to live in the moment is difficult to do personally. I can totally relate to, to what she says. I, I want you to know that because I'm giving a message this morning about finding joy right now, doesn't mean that, that I have it all figured out. No, it's, I don't. Uh, like you, there are many times when, when my schedule is overloaded and I'm overwhelmed. There's, there's uh, times when, when I'm barely surviving instead of thriving in the moment. When overloaded, overwhelmed, and, and barely surviving happen, what, what we usually try to do is we, we set the alarm a little bit earlier in the morning. We, we work a little bit later into the, the day or the evening or the night. And, and we double or, or triple up our jobs, our, the things that we want to accomplish. And we, we wear our overproductivity like a badge of honor. Like thinking proudly that that all the things that I'm getting done today increases my personal value and meaning. Usually we continue at this pace until both joy and happiness have slipped out the back door. And, and we become short and, and we be, grow impatient with the people that we love and that we live with and probably even the people that we're trying to help and care for. We say to ourselves, next week will be different, but it rarely is. Can you relate to any of that? <laughs> when I start to get sidetracked from my goal to live in the moment, I begin trading joy for, for productivity and efficiency. And, and, and I'll be honest, I, I've never heard anyone honestly say, I'm glad I spent so much time being productive. So let's talk about the things that we can do 
to live in the moment by starting a, a couple of new habits. There are, there are three different time frames that our thoughts can settle on. The, the past, the present, and the future. Which time frame do you tend to settle on most often? Pastor and author John Kessler writes, For those who focus mostly on the past, the present becomes a cemetery filled with monuments to the glory days that will never come again. Or the present is filled with a painful record of injuries and slights that we have suffered. For those who are future-oriented, the past is a drag and the present becomes an obstacle. Either way, the present is where we are, but not where we want to stay. Boredom, fear, confusion, sorrow, lack of planning are all some of the reasons that we avoid the present and focus on a different time. The Bible directs us to settle our mind on the present, encouraging us not to dwell on the past and not to worry about tomorrow. The present is our constant companion. It is not an accident of our material existence, but a creation of God. God meets us in the here and now to focus on this moment. So, in this moment, take in everything through your senses. Sight, sound, taste, smell, touch. Breathe in the smells and take a a mental picture of your surroundings. Literally, live. Soak in the moment. My favorite way to live in the moment is to do less. (laughs) Yeah, you heard that right. Do less. Giving myself permission to do less, to slow down. Not being lazy, but doing less. I'll be honest with you. I don't do less very well. I tend to get up early and try to pack my day full of every possible event. To wear out or rust out is a classic question. I chose a long, long time ago, I'm going to wear out. But again, the, the Bible gives me great encouragement. It says, better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. Doing less allows you and me to live in this moment. For me, 
That means scheduling blank slots in my day so that I have to slow down because that's what my phone tells me is the next thing on the schedule. And if you're like me, I never deviate from the things that are scheduled in my phone. To slow down and to to grab tranquility means that I need to stop multitasking. Now, every mother just fell over laughing at what I just said, but it's still true. Stop multitasking. Multitasking is a living-in-the-moment killer, and it robs us of our joy. Trying to put this into practice, adjust your focus to one task at a time. Students, work with one screen at a time. Just one, not 12. Limit your distractions so you can live in the moment. Be present with the person who is sitting with you or focus on the project that's immediately in front of you. See how your experience with living in the moment changes. Solomon was a king who ruled over Israel for 40 years. Near the end of his life, realizing he had made many mistakes and he had chased after the wind many, many times, he wrote this. I commend the enjoyment of life. Because nothing is better for a man under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad. Then joy will accompany accompany him in his work. All the days of life God has given him under the sun. When I applied my mind to know wisdom and to observe man's labor on earth, his eyes not seeing sleep, day or night, then I saw all that God has done. Despite all his efforts to search it out, man cannot discover its meaning. I reflected on all this and concluded that the righteous and the wise and what they do are in God's hand. I believe Solomon would call you and me to recognize the ordinary. There is eternal significance in the mundane spaces of our lives. All time and all situations are crafted by God. Ordinary tasks assigned to us that may not seem superhero-esque, but in the present, draw us near God. For the first 30 years of Jesus' life, all we know about him is that he was a kid from a little country town called Galilee. All we know is that he was the son of a carpenter, mundane, ordinary, But it was a training ground for a huge mission that God had planned for him. Finding joy right now 
means that we do not need to be attempting great things all the time. We don't need to make a name for ourselves in every moment. We only need to realize that God is close to us and that we can turn to Him in every moment. Would you pause with me in this moment and listen to this next song that the band is going to play? And when they're finished, I'll come back and we'll wrap up the message. So, how do I recognize the ordinary in this moment? Well, it's as simple as just scanning your environment. Looking to see what is happening around you. Looking for the good in the moment. And taking a moment and thanking God for His presence in in every little thing in the moment, in the present moment. Whether these things are chaotic or peaceful. Letitia Wright is an actress, and you may know her better by a role that she played as Princess Shuri in Marvel's Black Panther. While experiencing a deep struggle, she watched friends turn their lives around after following Jesus. She said to herself, I'll try Jesus for a year and just see what happens. That was five years ago. And today she says that she's not going back to the way life was before she followed God. Recently, when her Black Panther co-star Chadwick Boseman died of cancer. Her faith was tested and joy was on trial. She said in an interview with Relevant Magazine, I've been going through a difficult situation. It's tough and it's painful. Joy is not a destination for me. It's a part of who I am. Her strategy for working through the sacred ordinary of grief is to read and follow God's Word and pray. Finding joy right now in the midst of an overpacked schedule requires saying no. Say no to thoughts that lead you away from the present moment. Say no to overloading an already busy day. Say no to pursuing the extraordinary and find peace with God in the sacred mundane. You see, God is the master of time. It serves His purposes. The same God who established the regular cycle of day and night, summer and winter, seed time and harvest, also organizes the seasons of our lives. Our time is in His hands. This is just as true for the commonplace things that concern us every day. God gives meaning to the present. His presence sanctifies our boredom and redeems our discomfort. The present is more than a place where the past comes to rest, or a staging ground for the future. 
The present is where God shows up. Slow down, and I promise you'll see Him there. I'm going to pray. Would you pray with me? God, our lives are in Your hands. You created time, and You created life. Remind us this week to say no. And maybe just once, when we do say no, allow us to see you in that moment. Thanks for hearing our prayer.